Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining me for another episode of the 1% Code Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Melba, board-certified radiation oncologist, serial entrepreneur, multi-franchise owner, and I help top income earners and physicians struggling to grow additional income streams, navigate entrepreneurship, and scale their income. And today, I am so excited to have as our guest, Dr. Mohammed Solomon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you for inviting me. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So let me tell the audience a little bit about you. So Dr. Mohammed Solomon is a physician, an MD, MBA, PhD, I ICF certified life coach and podcast show host. And he loves talking about thriving, mental health, growth mindset, growth and development. And I had the pleasure of being on his podcast. And I I wanted to bring him on the 1% Coach Show because I think, and just, I'm correct, you're still in residency. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. this is like your third residency though, right? Because you've done all of these other <laughs> professions. And and I think it's I think it's great to see you, the entrepreneurial spirit and what you're doing right now. And I think there's a lot that you can share with our audience. So tell me a little bit more about who you are and what we need to know about you and we'll kind of get started and I'll ask you some questions. Sound good? Sounds terrific. All uh, right. For the lovely intro. You're welcome. Um, so I started my career as a pharmacist, which is something oh. I know you might not know. Uh, so uh, I loved pharmacy. Uh, I'm board uh, certified in Canada. And um, I didn't see myself growing beyond, say, owning a pharmacy. Okay. This is the dream of the pharmacy, having pharmacy on their own or multiple chain of pharmacy. So uh-huh. I dubbed into something different, which is science. And I fell in love, truly. I did my master's in uh, molecular biology. Mm. And um, from that time on, it was really my soul there. I did my PhD in genetics at what uh, University of Toronto, and I worked with uh, someone who was a Nobel Prize candidate, Tony Pawson. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, during this time, uh, this wonderful gentleman went through some tough mental illness, and I lost him during PhD, oh, no. uh, his mental illness, and that was eye-opener. Right. Um, my career during that time was only cancer genetics. So I only saw life from the lens of cancer. Okay. People die from cancer, number one cause of death. And that motivated me to, over years I wasn't allowed to see what goes wrong with the brain. And so this was a big motivation to go back to my clinical roots, but not as a pharmacist, but as a physician. So went to... Uh, medical school uh, in New York, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And during that time, uh, I was going thinking mostly about psychiatry and I ended up being in psychiatry, which I expected myself to be. Okay. And hopefully take my knowledge from all the background in science and pharmacy to apply it there. And during medical school, something happens. Um, you know, there was a wave of the uh, 
accountability for organizations and what's called ACO. Okay. Tell me a little bit about ACO. I think it's ACO where the... Oh, yeah, the Accountable Care Organizations. Right. Yes, exactly. So So the hospital I was uh, training at, which in New York Christian Hospital, was going through this. And we... I didn't really understand the healthcare system in the U.S. to begin with. I mean, Canada's universal healthcare, so I didn't have to understand (laughs) much there. So that's why it's like, what is going on? So I decided, okay, it's now or never, I need to learn more about the business behind medicine. And it it is, whether we like it or not, unfortunately, it is a business. Right, right, 100%. Yeah, I think it's healthcare. People don't like the B word business, but mm-hmm. it is there. And so I pursued my MBA uh, during that time, also at uh, my school, Cornell. Um, and I fell in love with the uh, small town. Uh, it's my first time living in a small town, uh, Ethica, mm-hmm. and the concept of college town. And so when it came time to apply to residency, I was looking for a place that would be a college town. And so that's why I loved uh, Michigan and Arbor and moved there for my residency. And uh, here we go. I'm now, okay. uh, by the way, guys, uh, Ann Arbor is uh, East Eastern Standard Time because I thought it's uh, Central Standard Time. It's strange. <laughs> so, yeah. so let me ask you. So you did, you did your MBA did you do like a joint MD program? Was that an option yes. or oh, so you applied after you'd already started medical school uh, exactly or how did you do that? Correct. Exactly okay. Correct. okay. So I wasn't planning to do anything going into medical school with the MBA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So, so let me ask you this. So one of the first entrepreneurial steps, I think a lot of physicians consider is the life coaching arena and I just, I I think about when that was like the new craze and everyone was a life coach and then physicians started to become life coach. And then I think there was a need for physicians helping physicians. And I don't know if everyone who's an entrepreneur has thought about it, even knows where to start. You know, if you decide, Hey, look, I want to be a life coach. Tell me a little bit more about your journey there. Where did you start? Where did you train? And what advice do you have for those of us who are like, okay, maybe I should be a life coach? Terrific. And let's take even a step back and think why people would like to do it now. It okay. is the gig economy. 100%. Uh, yes. And and can um, you just explain that if I have any listeners on the yes. website code who's like, what is the gig economy? I know, but you, you tell us yeah. in your own words. <laughs> So the gig economy, people usually use the term gig to describe something on the side that they do and can bring them some source of income. Uh, in the past, uh, we used to think of all, especially physicians uh, or, say, bankers or certain other professions as stable. Uh, it is lifelong. Right. You get this income. Right. This is not anymore. I mean, COVID mm-hmm. pandemic proved. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Including physicians. So it is good to think about something where you invest 10, 20% of your time and can get you some income and then it will grow uh, with time or you decide, oh, it's the nucleus for something else. Uh, So I thought about life coaches very close to psychiatry 
uh, it is something that would require skills that we have almost most physicians will have them like communication um, understanding uh, listening active listening and guidance and so when I was thinking about the side gig as you mentioned Dr. Melba life coaching is something that most physicians will think about um, so I started the process by thinking in two ways one and I hope the audience may know or may not know this, um, you don't need any certification to become a coach. Uh, coaching is an open space where there are, uh, there is no governing body, it's not like the board certification, right. but there are certificates that will make you more credible. So I was talking with Dr. Melba offline about the different um, avenues where you can get certified and the gold standard at least until now is the international coach federation and studying is just in our genes i believe dr melva like we just <laughs> lifetime <love>. learner <laughs> yes we're a lifetime learner right I say, okay i'm going to use the time and invest in the icf it's a process that takes around i'd say a year Mm -hmm. um, and it's an organization, I believe uh, it is in Switzerland, but they have offices everywhere. Um, and the process is you uh, join a course for six months and uh, you need to have 10 hours with an ICF certified coach. And then you take an exam, uh, which I think 250 questions exam. Mm -hmm. You take it from home and you need to have one um, conversation with a client recorded and transcribed and it gets sent to the ICF and they will give you feedback on it. I'll tell you something interesting. You transcribe it word for word. Mm -hmm. So it is uh, like it, they will get back to you. It's like, no, this is not that correct uh, transcription and after this process oh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's they make it you know it is long but i appreciate the effort behind it because then right. when you become icf it's called the associate uh, coach there are three levels if you want to take this to the next level there is the um i believe the master uh which is the next one and then to maintain the credits you need um, I believe something equivalent to our CME in okay. medicine every okay. three years. Every three years. Okay. Okay. And then what's what's the investment to, to go through ICF? And, and is there a range? I've seen a range. Tell mm -hmm. me a little bit more about that. So this excellent question. So the exam is five hundred dollars. Um, if you are not if you're not a member of the ICF, if you are a member of ICF, I think it's like three hundred. If you are a member, yeah, you have three hundred something, but the membership is two hundred something. So it's it at the end it will be like have a grand. That's the exam. The course itself. Make sure if you are taking any training in life coach, this organization or this academy or this school is accredited by the ICF, and they have the option to give you 
ICF credits, AKA some schools will train you and they, they can cost like 10,000, 20,000. It's, it's ridiculous amount of money, but they have their own certification. Mm. And if you want to become ICF, ICF will not consider this training at all after you put all this money. So, mm. uh, it, even if they have some organizations will have their own say certificate, but also they have what's called ICF track. Uh, I my training was one of the organizations in Canada uh, in British okay. Columbia, um, and um, it is there since 1995. So it's one of the earliest to be in the uh, life coaching, and it wasn't too much. I mean for the uh, prices I see in the market uh, and I think they compensate by the volume because they're one of the uh, oldest in this industry and they also have two tracks or sometimes three but one of them is the ICF and so you choose then okay I am going with the ICF one and then they will take you in the six month okay. uh, process okay. mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you this. So we've kind of, you've introduced us to the concept and we understand why you got into it, which makes a lot of sense. What is, what is the like revenue or income with this additional stream and the time commitment? Like where are you now or what are your goals for, for this? Mm-hmm. And I would take it even to the bigger picture. I think you are thinking about the ROI in a sense. Right. Like the investment, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real estate investor. I need the return on investment. I own the One Mistake Code podcast. We always talk here about, you know, productivity and making money, profitability, because so many people just do these things as a hobby. And that's that's nice. If you want it as a hobby, that's okay. But in the one percent code, I want your hobby to be profitable. So yes, I'm asking about yes, your ROI. I'm the ROI. <laughs> you got me. You got yeah. me. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if yeah, our audience know ROI. You know, if you yeah. said this term in medicine, people yeah. might not understand what it. I didn't understand what is this until I went to business school. Uh, so uh, initially, there is a down. Um, some investment in the mm-hmm. courses you will take. But the good thing is, even during this process, ICF will require you to have a hundred hour of coaching in order to get certified. And this mm-hmm. coaching could be with a friend, with anyone, but start mm-hmm. with saying, well, I'm new to this process. Would you, uh, like, say, pay... Something you can be minimum, like say fifty dollar uh, for the hour of coaching, and from there, if they like you, obviously you will continue, and then you can say, okay, I'm now going to have a program and uh, whatever that program is, and you'll have a certain value uh, for it. But when you start, you can do what's called um, minimal value product. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry, minimum product value. Was it, is it minimum product value or minimum value product? No, minimum product value. Well, we won't know. We won't know. You're the expert here, Doc. Yeah, <laughs> we won't know. So, okay, so whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, so we basically start with um, two or three people. I'll tell you something. Okay. If you can't find people, guess who will be your first clients? Your family. Your family and your friends. And your friends. And that's what makes it, yeah, it makes it awkward. But you'll be surprised. They have much trust in you 
Right. And if so. you just yeah, pitch and say, I'm starting this, um, I can help you with this. I know it feels awkward, but if you don't pay, you will not be committed. And right. then yes. A, it gives you confidence that you can do right. it. Right. And B, uh, you'll start to have an audience. And then right. this person will kill someone else in the family, and then it will grow. Uh, for some people take a different approach. They will have a rec- series of recorded uh, videos as a course, and wow. that would be people can buy it, can buy this product. Wow. So it, yeah, so people can be saying career transition, which I something I'm interested in because um, I have switched careers multiple times, <laughs> or starting your own side gig. Uh, they will have say a series of 10 videos and walking people through the process and then they will sell it online for say $100 $200 and then uh, that will be their lead generation uh, product and lead generation basically it is um, something you put together it could be a uh, PDF, a small book, a video, a course, and then mm-hmm. people would like it. It could be free or not free. Right. And then people will reach out to you through this, like, oh, I love this course. I'd like to work with this person. Right. right. Uh, so that is another way. And the third one is high ticket, where you go right away into the high ticket uh, product, which is, you say, okay, you know, I will give you, um, say, 16 weeks. We'll meet every week plus midweek uh, session for 2000 or right. 3000 Okay. So, so there's definitely room, and it sounds like there's different approaches and different stages of the business where this can be profitable. So even if a physician and another top income earner is listening today and they you know want to add five thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month it, it definitely sounds like that's doable with with life coaching one of the things that comes up a little more controversial and, and there was actually an article in Forbes magazine as far as crossing the line or the mixed lines between coaching and physicians that are coaching and separating that from their you know formal medical training could you speak on that a little bit because I know someone's wondering about that Yes, and I'm so glad you mentioned this. Uh, my, I, I don't think it's my advice. I think it's a general advice and to avoid any legal problems. Mm-hmm. Avoid the word, quote, health, quote, in anything. Uh, no mental health, you call it mental hygiene. Avoid mm-hmm. anything related to m- medical terms that can be used against you. Um, avoid... S- Things as I do CBT, if you're not trained in CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, avoid the term therapy. Okay. Uh, anything that can be mixed with psychiatry or um, anything medical uh, can be easily sued. And there were a couple of incidences of people that I heard of in my in the academy I trained in that they got themselves in trouble because of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way, if someone would like to come in psychiatry, if I would 
try to use some tools from psychiatry to help the, the client, I would not necessarily put any labels. Right. I would just call it, yeah, it's, uh, let's go through this exercise mm, and okay. do this exercise. Um, this way, if the, because the problem is what if they truly need mental health, professional health, uh, then you're not doing them any favor. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. And it becomes a problem. The second thing is, as you know, if you worked with uh, clients, including ourselves, we go to the first session and thinking, oh, we have something specific we'd like to work on. This doesn't happen. It's usually, oh, I have this and this and this, and I have the whole life. And then we try to narrow it down to, to one thing. Uh, but right. when you hear the story, uh, there is, if you start to see that is something more, Right. Do it than just coaching. Um, you can hint that, right. or you ask, "Have you ever seen a therapist? Um, have you talked to someone?" Uh, because uh, it can be slippery stuff. I'll give you an example. Um, there was a client of mine who, during a session, started crying. Mm-hmm. If it is a therapy session or mental health session, that's a moment of bonding. That's a moment of we can talk more about this. Right. In coaching, I I suggested something different. I said, oh, could we, um, would you like to take time off? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, Let's take a break. Like, yeah. Or would you like to reschedule? Because then it is so easy as a physician to think, oh, this is an opportunity to connect. But this is not what they are here for. If they are here for a career transition or they're here for building their business or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, you want to respect this contract, the professionalism, the boundaries, at the same time be mindful of their emotional need. So mm-hmm. you just say, okay, can we take, would you like to take a five minute break to reconstitute or uh, even rescheduling and continue what you talk on? Very good. Very good. Okay. So you, yeah, you definitely have that nice, smooth coaching voice. I, I, I can see the psychotherapy and the life coach. I, I think you're going to get your, your clients, your students, lots of results. Cause you just had me in. I'm like, Oh, I'm listening. Like, what's, what's next? So I, I, I love it. I think, I think that's great. So where can we find you? So if someone's interested in coaching with you or maybe they're in a career transition, I can imagine a lot of people are in that space. How, how can we find you? Let us know where to go. So my website is dr and then Solomon, S-O-L-I-M-A-N uh, dot com. And there is a booking on a calendar. Easier if they can uh, reach out to me on Instagram it is D-R Solomon, S-O-L-I-M-A-N-M-D. Um, I have a YouTube um, with the Thrive, uh, I think what you call it, not podcast, it will be the Thrive Show. Uh, you can listen to some of the interviews. I have a wonderful LinkedIn interview with Dr. Melva. <laughs> and uh, well, we're talking about uh, some stuff in medicine that, I don't know how we got it on air publicly without, <laughs> again, you know, it's like, 
We talked about <laughs> professional secrets. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the website and the Instagram will be the easiest way to reach out to me. Okay, well, that is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Solomon, for coming on the show this, this early Saturday morning. Both of us are like making sure we're awake. Um, I appreciate yeah. you. I, I think that everyone is going to take a lot. So everyone go over, find him on social media, Dr. Solomon, um, MD, check out the Thrive show he has, very intriguing, lots of guests and on LinkedIn. And uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the 1% Code Podcast. I hope to see you on the next one. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code Podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and I would love your five-star review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all social media channels at doctor spelled out d-o-c-t-o-r-m-e-l-v-a at dr melva and i want to make sure that you and anyone else you know that would benefit from the one percent code podcast is a member of my private community on facebook the one percent code collective i would love for you to join me there link in the bio thanks again and i'll see you next time